when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James, and Salome, brought spices so they could embalm him. Very early on Sunday morning, as the sun rose, they went to the tomb. They worried out loud to each other, who will roll back the stone from the tomb for us? They looked up, and they saw that it had already been rolled back. It was a huge stone, and they walked right in. They saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed all in white, and they were completely taken aback, astonished. And the young man in white said, Don't be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, the one they nailed to the cross. He's been raised up. He's no longer here. See for yourselves that the place is empty. Now on your way, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going on ahead of you to Galilee. You will see them there. You will see him there exactly as they said. And they got out as fast as they could, beside themselves, heads swimming, stunned. And they said nothing to no one. This is the word of God. Now, uh, you know, every Easter, we go through the exercise of talking about he is risen. And we tell the story now, probably for the next six weeks, of how Jesus made all the appearances to all these folks. And yet, the one thing that we don't talk about very much is that that last verse, that last verse that Mark wrote, they got to the tomb, there was an angelic-like figure there, Jesus is not there, this angelic-like figure says, by the way, He's not dead. He's alive. Now go tell everybody. They walked out of that tomb going, what just happened? Folks are going to think I'm crazy. <laughs> what, 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 what just happened? And the reason I wanted to emphasize that this morning is because most of us, if we're honest and very transparent, we live lives just like that. I remember when Billy got the call that he was going to work at Home Depot. You know, they said that uh, uh, they, they called him up and said that they liked him, they wanted to hire him, and they would be sending him paperwork to watch for that email. And that would have his reporting day for training and all that kind of stuff. Do you know it took them a week to send that email? And do you know for a week, I felt like we were these people coming out of the tomb because him getting a job was resurrection time in our house, amen? We looked at email every day. At one point, the pastor was panicky enough to say, hey, Billy, why don't you give them a call and thank them for the job offer and see if they've sent the email? When Alice started that search for her new car, you know, what didn't get talked about too much was the fact that the old car was dead. <clears throat> and as every day went by, she was having to pay for a rental, which, by the way, was not in the budget. 
we sometimes have a hard time talking about the gifts of God because they're so unbelievable to us. Understand that what we're celebrating today, today, 2,000 years after the fact, it's still as powerful as the day that it happened. There are people all over the world that don't know quite how to talk about this. There are those people out there that don't believe it. There are those people out there that talk about the church, takes advantage of it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It is not any different than those women walking into that tomb and seeing that there was no body. That this man that they loved dearly, this one whom they had, well, they, the women, had stuck around during the trial, but everybody else had run. Everybody else lied. And now they went to, to do that final honor, and he's not there. And even though they've been told, how many times have you been given good news, and you just kind of sit there and go, really? Honest? Even when we expect it. Even when we expect it, we still live in kind of a world where we're not sure that we want to believe. So this morning, again, we hear that story. He's not in the tomb. He's alive. And we're 2,000 years after the fact. Look at your life this morning. There is no better testimony for the resurrection of Christ. There is no better testimony. The children that are here today, speaks volumes about how Christ is indeed alive. The ability to be out in this park in God's sanctuary says that Christ is alive. The fact that some of us are sitting here after severe and challenging health issues says that Christ is alive. So it's okay in those moments of incredible blessedness, when that happens and you weren't expecting it, to be able to sit back and go, really, I don't think I want to talk about this. But in that moment that you know that it is God that has wrapped God's arms around you and said, you are blessed. You are wonderfully and uniquely made in my image. Then you can proclaim what we proclaim, not only on Easter, but every Sunday that we come together. And that is, he is risen. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen.